sometimes the hardest person for you to forget is the one you see in the mirror every day. It's time for you to get free. Sing fire. I decided to stop replaying regrets. And I decided to tell everything in my past can I change what I did? No. But it didn't change what you gave when you took my place. No more guilt for grace. Time to let it go. Hell, no, I went too long. Watching reruns of my wrong. Take the shame away. No more. Remember my you washed away. So I want you to do what God has already done for you is say. Those mistakes don't get to make you. some great words great words that's good that's good right there that is good right there alright okay so good morning everyone and I'm thanking God that we are here once again able to come together 
again at 6 a.m. in the morning. And I thank God for waking us up, closing our right minds with the activities of our limbs. I'm thanking God for just one more day. I thank God because this is the day that he has made. And let us rejoice and we will be glad in him. Amen. Amen. So we are almost done. We are almost done. We are on day 21. And for those who may be coming in for the first time and watching this for the first time, I am Elder Sue Holloway. I pastor alongside my husband, Bishop Christopher Holloway Sr. at Divine Worship Christian Center at 3702 Knox Lane. Amen. And so, um, I just thank God that I have another opportunity to teach and preach the gospel and to encourage the hearts of the people. Um, also, I have an announcement, and I don't know if some of you have heard this, if you haven't, but um, in October of 2017, um, well, can we talk about it live? God gave me that in 2009, and so it didn't come to birth, birth until October 2017, and I didn't realize it was for TV. And so, um, on, let me read this from here. Let's see. Let me read this from here. So, on um, this Friday, which is tomorrow, uh, me and uh, Pastor Leanne Badgett, um, who's, uh, she pastors alongside her husband at Signs and Wonders, well, yeah, Signs and Wonders Apostolic Ministries that's on uh, the corner of Magnolia. That's on the corner of Magnolia. Um, and it's right across where there used to be a Walgreens there, but it's now a Dollar Tree. So it's right across from there. And um, we started out in October 2017 with, with, with some other beautiful young ladies that's in ministry. And they have, you know, gone on to do better and greater things um, in the Lord. And so um, me and Pastor Leanne, um, started out in October 2017. What can we talk about it live? And we come on uh, CTV, Community Television Network Station, right here in Knoxville. And um, we're going to also, so we, what we do is we, we come on live um, on, on the fourth Fridays of every month. Well, when the pandemic came last year and everything was shut down, CTV is a small studio, so there was no way they were able to, uh, to have six feet social distancing. So they had to shut their studio down, and the only ones that were able to be there was um, those who worked there. And so, um, so we didn't get to go into the studio any in 2020 except for um, we did January and February, I believe. But March, everything was shut down, and so. Um, I started doing the pre-records from here, from my stream yard. I would, you know, do what I'm doing right now, and they would be recorded, and then I would download them to my laptop, and then I would um, upload them to them, and they would um, post them uh, every Saturday at 2 o'clock. So every Saturday at 2 o'clock, I'm on CTV, the, the, the programs that are pre-recorded. But the fourth Fridays of every month, we go we go live and we we have been doing that since october well yeah since october 2018 and so it's been a blessing so it's been four years since can we talk about it live has been um on ctv and so for some of you that have wow cable station it's channel six if you have charter it's channel 193 if you have Comcast cable, it's channel 12. If you have AT&T slash U-verse, it's channel 99. Um, if you don't have cable at all, then you can go to the internet and put in www.ctvnox.org. And um, like I said, those pre-record shows come on every Saturday at 2 p.m. But every fourth Friday, we go live on CTV where people can call in and either ask questions, 
um, ask for prayer um, or say, you know, give, you know, encouraging words or just, you know, whatever. And so, um, like I said, we do that. So on tomorrow, we'll be back in the studio live on CTV. And we also, I use my, of course, my phone to set up there. So we got, we're also going through, okay, because some people don't have internet or they don't know how to go through the internet. So I use my cell phone and we go through live through Facebook. So putting that out there and letting all of you know, and I'll make another announcement um, tomorrow. So I'm so glad, I'm, I'm grateful, and I'm humbled that we're able to go back into the studio because um, it's a blessing. It's, it's to reach the world. And so many times you have those who are disabled and they can't go into the house of God. Or, you know, um, right now we're in a pandemic and there are a lot of churches that are still closed down. And some, um, uh, some of the um, churches um, have been, um, you know, they're not even coming back up. Some have shut their doors and, you know, they're no longer, you know, doing that. And they're probably, and, you know, going on doing something else. So I'm just grateful and I'm just humble that God has allowed me um, to do um, social media ministry. I had no idea that it was for TV when he first gave it to me because there were some things that I was trying to do and I could never get it off the ground. And literally in 2017, the Lord spoke to me. Um, I want to say the beginning of that year. And so um, evangelist Darlene Nance, she's been at CTV for a long time. And it started out as she was going to have dental work done. And she had asked um, Pastor Lynn if she knew anybody that could um, stand in a stead for her that could do her broadcast because she was having some dental work and she didn't want to go in, you know, you know, with her teeth and stuff that she had to have worked on. And Pastor Leanne had, you know, told her about me. And so I was like, oh my God. And so I, be I had, you know, God had shown me, um, literally showed me you know, who was to be a part of it. And I knew that Pastor Leanne was someone who had literally dropped in my spirit because I had talked to her a while back before about it. And so I had, you know, put took some names to the Lord and the Lord spoke. And so we went there, we went, we went, we just moved right on in there. We started out with just 30 minutes and then we went 45 minutes and now, you know, we're on an hour. So God has been increasing and God has been um, blessing it tremendously since 2017 and so I'm just I'm grateful that you know it because who would who would have known that we would have been in a pandemic and churches would have been you know shut down and everybody would resort to um Facebook Twitter Instagram you know um YouTube and so I can this I should have put some stock in here somewhere I could be making some money right now. <laughs> Amen. And so that's how Can We Talk About It Live came about. And the Lord gave me a scripture. And I know some, I, I don't know if some of you have heard me say this, but when God deals with me or he's giving me something or he wants me to see something, he'll always drop a scripture down in my spirit. And when I go to it, it's either going to bless me or it's going to bless someone else. But you know, you've always, you've all heard when it gives, when when you do it, it you, it comes from you first. That means God speaks it to you first. So either you use it to encourage the people, or you use the word to correct the people. Either way, the word of God is here to stay. Even when I'm gone, the word of God remains. Even when you're gone, the word of God remains. And so we're servants. You know, he's he's called us to be servants because when he came, he came to serve. Amen. And so I'm just grateful. So doing this, I had already been doing it when Facebook Live even began. And when I got Facebook Live and I finally got the button for Facebook Live, I was like, oh my God, I got Facebook Live. And so it was already normal to me to, um, you know, to do this. And I have to say that this has helped me. I've grown here. Um, it has literally blessed me to be able to come through social media and give the word of God, to give encouraging words. Now, mind you, five years ago, 
um, I had been doing the Facebook Live um, since 2014 when I when I first started, you know, getting onto Facebook Live, and that from 2014 and 15, literally those two years, I was um, it was great doing it, but I didn't understand how people. You know the people that you deal with on a regular you know before i was even on social media you know you know you have friends and those who you support uh you support they support you and you know i would do a live and you know nobody would hardly come on or communicate or comment or any of that and or i would just make a post on facebook and i'm thinking you know my friends you know they should be over there in that area but they would never come down my lane and so I got angry. I'll never forget it in 2016. I got so angry. I got so frustrated. And I just went completely ballistic. Like, I was like, I don't understand how some of you are saying that you're my friend. But I, I could just say I'm going through and I would not get anything or something was happening and nothing. But as soon as I flip out, then everybody was in my inbox. Everybody was commenting. It's going to do this. And, and, I, and then my response to them was, don't come through this way now. I mean, if the, I'm bringing positivity. You know, I'm doing this. I'm being honest and truthful. And, and I'm looking at, you know everybody was you know they would say something and it'd be like ah and i could say the same thing and it was like crickets cricket 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 you know you could just hear a pin drop so i did i got very angry with the leaders like literally and so i thank god that in the last five years that i had realized that no matter who you associate yourself with some people are just going to be who they are they're going to do what they want to do they're going to say what they want to say they're going to act the way they want to act and they really don't care they don't they don't care about your feelings and if they do care you'll never know it you just won't so i've learned a lot on this christian path of righteousness <laughs> i have learned a lot and you know being when you are immature and you really don't know um, how to talk to people or how to treat people or you know or any anything in that area it's a struggle it is because even when you when you look up to people and you you admire them you know and then they turn around and they do something to hurt you and then they take no responsibility um, they'll never tell you that they were wrong but then they'll go and tell somebody else that they were wrong and they what they should have not said or what they should have not done but you'll never hear it why because they're not they're saying one thing and they're also doing another it's like they're talking out of both sides of their mouths like you can't take them serious and so yeah i have to say that on last year literally um going through you know when you're used to being sociable when you're used to going out when you're used to um, you know, doing ministry, you know, taking groceries to people, going to the hospitals, visiting the sick and shut in. And then when you're sat down, it's like the your mind just goes somewhere and you're just like, what is really going on? You know, and you, you, you tend to have these mental breakdowns. You um, Your depression level has gone to, it was at a 100, now it's at a 1,000. What just might have been at a 5% and now it's at a 100%. And then you you're reaching out to people and you're trying to you know understand it and then some of them are just like saying things that that's not where you're going that's not what you're trying to say and then they're trying to make it now you feel like you're really crazy because you really think that you're really about to lose your mind because now the people that really are supposed to know you or whatever the case may be is just like telling you that you're, you're a sinner they're judging you they're making you feel bad for how you're feeling and i'm just like what is happening like this is ridiculous so I went through in 2020, but even in the midst of that, God still kept me. God still covered me. God still carried me. It's like he understood me. And I told y'all, some of, some of y'all told this too, that I was literally fasting and praying from May to October. When God told me to go on a fast, I had no clue. And God has always protected us. 
he, he has always protected our ministry. He has always protected um, us from things that are that is a, that is about to pop off. He has always warned us, and even in some of the areas, he's never showed us the whole plan. But he's always given us enough to say, "Be watchful, stay prayerful, don't get distracted, don't allow these things to to uproot you. Pay attention, listen." And it's like our five senses would just go right into overdrive. And sometimes people don't understand it. And if, if the thing about it is, and this is what I've learned, if they don't believe in you, they won't listen to you. If they don't believe that God is in you, they won't support you. If they don't believe that the position that you're in, if they don't believe that that's where you're supposed to be, they won't follow you. They won't do anything concerning you. And, and it's just that way. And sometimes people in that place, they will bully you, they will hurt you, they will make you feel like you're nothing, they will make you feel like that your worth is worth nothing, they will just, that's just, that's just who people are. And every day, if you are in your word every day, if you are praying every day, if you're seeking the Lord every day, if you're fasting at least if not every day, at least two and three times. Listen, when I was growing, well, not growing up, but when I was in uh, True House of God and even at Mount Moriah, their fasting days but was on Wednesdays. It's like every Wednesday was fasting days. So even if you fast at least once a week and you're just turning your plate over and you're just doing your devotion and you're, you're laying, you know, prostrated before the Lord and you're getting everything that you need, trust me when I say, and you're praying for God to increase your spirit of desire. You're praying for God to, to allow you to see things that you need to see, allow, allow you to hear things that you need to hear, allow you to speak things that need to be spoken, but doing it in love and grace and compassion. And there's nothing wrong with being confident. There's nothing wrong with being um, strong in the Lord and your, your, your confidence within yourself. But sometimes you can't just be bullying the people in the spirit realm and then making them feel like, that every that that others is doing every, everybody is doing something wrong but you everybody should not be doing it this way they should be doing it that way and and your interest is what and your all of your interest is what you only care about what you have going on you only care about how you're feeling you only care about what you have going on nobody interest interests you but you want everybody to to be interested in what you have going on but you're not doing it for somebody else and I begin to see those things I begin to visualize those God began to show me and, and and I had so many dreams last year about so much stuff. And I was just like, oh, my God, like what is happening? And then you start doubting yourself because you're thinking, okay, now I know that God showed me this. Like I know that this is happening. Like I know that I hear from God. I, I know this. And people will cause you to doubt. They'll cause you to doubt yourself. They'll, they'll cause you to doubt your ministry. They will cause you to doubt to doubt your 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 discernment. They'll cause you to feel like, are you really hearing from God? And I never forget it. When my sister, she passed away in, in September of last year, not from COVID, she had stage four cancer. And so she had been sick for four years. But they had they had given her a short time, but she 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 lived for four years, and so I never forget it. I had, I, I I had went to the church and I had just began to pray and I began to cry out and I began to seek the Lord about so many things because I wasn't understanding what was happening. I I wasn't. It, I had never experienced such hurt in my entire life from leaders. I've experienced hurt from regular people. I've experienced hurt from my husband, from my friends. But I've, I had never, even the leaders when I was at True House of God. But that's when I wasn't saved. And I was acting crazy and I was doing the most because I didn't know anything about the word of God. But even when here, 
being saved and living on the Lord's side and trying to stay in righteousness and trying to live a holy lifestyle and, and looking up to people in leadership and then seeing them, the, the political reign went to a whole nother level. And I was just like, oh my gosh, what is happening? And I had went to the church and I had been praying. I was just crying out and I'm like, God, I, what I don't understand. And the Lord spoke to me and said, your mind has been compromised. And I was like, what? My mind has been compromised. He said, because you allow people to get into your mind. You allow people to, to express things or tell things to you that you know that you should have not been a part of, that you know that you should have not been listening to when you know who I am. And I said, I, I still at that moment was just like, just so confused when I'm thinking, but shouldn't, should not have been, should, wasn't I supposed to be doing that? And the Lord showed me a vision, military style, about how when they sent a spy in and their their identity is compromised their mission is compromised what they were sent in to do it's been compromised and when it's been compromised they have to pull them out so that people won't kill them because now they know who they are and their mission that they're on like like the CIA like the KGB you know all of these you know this the thing and I'm thinking surely I'm not and it was God it was God it, it was God and so even in that I was still trying to hold on and, and that I was still I was still trying to do and I was still trying to like I was still not sure and then it happened and I was sure and I was sure um, a lot of times you'll hear people say, well, God said, and, and God told me, and I realized that what I was feeling, it wasn't out of flesh. It wasn't out of feelings. It wasn't out of emotions. It was God. God is the creator, and God will do whatever is necessary either to um, help you or, or to correct you or pull you out of a place that you want to be in. God can do whatever he wants to do. And I realized that people don't fear God like they used to. People don't fear God like they did in, in, in the Bible times. People just don't fear God like they they don't. They, they just don't. And when you don't fear God like he calls us to fear him, then we're going to do what we want to do. We're going to say what we want to say. And then we want to hide behind the word of God. And we want to hide behind the prophetic. And then we want to hide behind our flesh, our, our flesh and our emotions and our feelings. We want to hide behind. And it's just like when Jesus, with, with the adulterous woman. It's just like with the adulterous woman. Every man, majority, every man was sleeping with this woman. And who knows why they decided to come against her who knows why now they want it what they want her to die who knows now they want to all stone her to death because she's sleeping with all of these men but some of those leaders were sleeping with her some of those religious leaders were sleeping with her the pharisees the sadducees so they were the and then all of a sudden now you want her dead now you want to kill her so as jesus had her stood and jesus said those without sin cast the first stone and he kneeled down and began to write something in the sand. It never said what he wrote. It never said what he said. He kneeled down, turned his back, and began to write and say, He got back up. And as, as we got back up, the people was leaving. And he asked them, he asked the adulterers, Where are your accusers now? Because at the end of the day, they will they will they will scandalize you they will scorn you they will put you down they will try to make a public mockery of you they will insult you they will be there right there with you but as soon as something happens they're they're torturing you they're they're scandalizing you they're destroying your character they're destroying your integrity that is what people do not all of them not everybody but some, some will make you feel that way. 
and you don't understand. Just like in that 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 story with the adulterous woman, we don't understand. But I believe and I feel like that the Lord will always let us know if you put all of your trust and you put all of your confidence and you put everything that concerns you into the hands of the Lord and you build your relationship with the Lord that, that is so tight the scripture tells us nothing shall separate you from the love of God not man not things not places nothing and if God is for you who can be against you no one because everybody that's throwing rocks and hiding their hands God still sees you God still sees them He's an all-knowing God, and he's an all-seeing God. And at the end of the day, there are just some people that won't take full responsibility for their actions. And they will justify their actions because they think they are right. And they're not trying to be in it. They're not trying to compromise. And they're not realizing this is who you are. You know, and I told, um, I was talking to my grandkids on yesterday and um and, and in our lesson yes that our our our, our tongue today is the self-absorbed tongue and that's why i thank god because every time i go through something or every time he has me to see something or every time there's something that's going on he allows my spirit to pick up on it and i'm able to go straight into the word of god or give an example or show you what you should do or what you shouldn't do in this walk with the Lord, I teach people what not to do. What not to do. Because that's how, because listen, when I went through over at True House and God, it wasn't all of their fault. It wasn't. Majority, it was me. I wasn't saved. I didn't know how to act in the house of God. I was I was straight from the world. And but but the things that I seen caused me to be confused. The things that I heard caused me to be confused. The things that were around me caused me to be consumed. I mean, could, yeah, consumed and, and confused. Because in all of that, if we don't know the word of God, if we don't know who Jesus Christ is, it, all of that negativity or all of that was happening will cause us to move out of the will of God. It will cause us to have grudges. It will cause us... To, to be feeling some type of way. But when you have the word of God. And when you have the love of Jesus. He will teach you how to hold on. He will teach you how to hush. And he will teach you when to speak. The word of God is to teach you. How to act. And how to stand. In this cruel world. With these cruel people. Simply say. Well it is not good to walk away. The devil is a lie. If there, if you are even on your job, and you are, and you know the word of God, and you see some things that are not right, you don't want to be connected to things that is not of God. But if you want to stay connected to things that is not of God, then you have to be the one to speak correction. You have to be the one to bring correction. You have to be the one to let people know. You shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't be saying this. And so, so many times we start feeling like T.D. Jakes, Joyce Myers. They teach it. They preach it. Stephen Furtick, all these social media, TV evangelists, they preach against sin. They preach encouragement. They preach the word of God. But you, because, it, let me just use me as an example. Because I don't have a name, I can't bring the word of God. Because I don't have a status, I can't teach the people. Because I don't dress the way that you do. I'm not saved. I don't have the prophetic gift. I don't have discernment. Because I make a mistake, or I fall short, or uh, I have a flaw. I have a disability so I'm not to be used by God at all because I can recognize a fake prophet from a mile away and I'll speak to him and say that's not 
That's not God. That's not right. That's not what you're supposed to be doing. It's the truth. It is. I look at myself where I'm at now, and I'm just like, okay, God, there's a season for everything. There's a time to cry. There's a time to be happy. There's a time to be sad. There's a time to sow. There's a time to embrace. There's a time to pull back. You know, and you read it in Ecclesiastes chapter 3. You have to understand that it's not that some people can't be taught. You got to teach them on their level. You got to teach them in a place where they can understand. But when you find yourself thinking that you're the only one that's living right, that you're the only one that's teaching the word of God right, that you're the only one that can receive or give, there's a, I, there, yeah, I have a problem with that. I do. I have a problem with that. We shouldn't just reach certain people. We're supposed to be reaching the whole world. We're supposed to be a light to the whole world so that we can show them and take them to the, the true light. But when we find ourselves always telling somebody, listen, oh, oh Lord have mercy. If somebody is always telling you, Lord, I don't even know why I'm about to say this, but it's just dropped in my spirit. If somebody is always telling you about somebody and what you need to do, you need to start praying. You need to start praying. Because again, we have those self-absorbed tongues. That we are always trying to get people to come from away from other people because we want them all to ourselves because of the interest that we have and because we don't like them or or um, we don't like them or we don't like what they have done then we try to convince others through the word of God falsely we will use the word. I need y'all to hear me. Lord have mercy. We will use the word of God falsely. To make it seem as if. This is what you're supposed to be doing. Because of that. So if I'm always seeing. Sometimes I'll say you know what. I ain't got to say a word. I, mm -mm, the Lord will do it. The Lord will bring it out. The Lord will uncover it. Because that's who God is. If you read Luke 12, he told the disciples, don't get caught up in hypocrisy. Because what you're speaking in the closet, it'll be, it'll be brought to the housetop. He told them, what you do in secret will be brought to the light. And what's spoken in closets will be heard on the rooftop. Jesus didn't talk, tell that to the world. He told that to his disciples, those whom he was teaching those whom he was leading and showing them that I'm not going to be with you here always. That I'm going to leave this place. But but before, but as I'm leaving, I'm going to send you my comforter. My Holy Spirit that's going to teach you, that's going to correct you, that's going to show you, that's going to lead you, that's going to guide you, that's going to bring all things back to remembrance. But the Holy Spirit will only do that if you're willing to receive <laughs> the Holy Spirit will only do that if you have an open mind and an open heart for God so that you can have it for the people the thing about it is this when you have the Holy Spirit you know God for yourself you hear God for yourself and false teachers and false prophets knows how to manipulate the word of God. False teachers, false prophets know how to deceive through the word of God. And that is those who have that self-absorbed tongue. Because those interests is because of what they want, not because of what you need. Because true prophets, true teachers, true preachers can see a devil, 
can recognize a spirit. And if you're not careful, you won't know how to speak to it. And you won't know how to release it. You must get into the word of God for yourself. Don't take anybody's, anybody, I don't care who they are. Don't take anybody's word from it unless it's backed up through the word of God. We are to love like Jesus loved. We are to live like Jesus lived. And we ought to know like Jesus knew. Jesus knew his betrayer. Jesus knew Peter was going to deny him. Jesus knows and we will know too if we follow the statutes, the judgments, the commandments of the word of God the right way. The right way. There's a lot of people that are very competitive. There are a lot of people that are jealous. There's a lot of people that has that spirit of envy. And because they're so caught up within themselves. There's no use of praying for God to take something away. That you keep walking in. There is no use of asking God to take something away. But you keep walking in it. There is no use of praying and asking God to take something away from you if you keep walking in it. James 4, 7 and 8. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. So that that devil won't jump in you and use you deceive you manipulate you for you to turn around to hurt somebody else to deceive somebody else to manipulate somebody else for you to be your emotions and your feelings will cause you to get into some areas that you should not get into you got to resist that devil so he will flee from you and I said this before, Ananias and Sapphira lied to the Holy Ghost, lied to God, lied to the men in the church. And he dropped dead in the church. His wife came right in behind him because she's led by her husband. Did the same exact thing. And the same exact thing that happened to her husband was the same exact thing that happened to her. And they pulled her out the church as well and buried her next to her husband. It doesn't matter if you're married. It doesn't matter if you have children. It doesn't matter if you have family members. It doesn't matter if you have friends. You should never. And I know it's the hardest thing to do. It is the hardest thing to do. We have two people right now. That's in a bad place. In a place. Because marriage. Not knowing what to do. Not knowing which way to go. And the same thing that happened to him. Turned around and she had to endure the same exact thing. I even had to tell the judge at one point in time. What do you do? When you are called to obey the word of God. And when this and that, and you just don't know what to do. And at the end of the day, you obey the law. You obey the law. They, because see, see, here's the thing, because the world don't care. The world will uncover you. The word is supposed to cover you. The world will uncover you the word will cover you how do i know that because the word says that love covers a multitude of sins no 
We don't accept your sin. We don't um, keep keeping you in that sin. But we don't throw you out there under the bus. We don't talk about you to everybody in, in, the, in the church. You bring warning. And warning comes before destruction. Pride will call pride causes people to fall. Accept the mistakes. Accept the error. The scripture says, consider the errors of your ways. Repent. Be restored. It's going to be okay. And the reason why I can say all of this, because my husband's been preaching since he was 21 years old. And he's been pastoring for the last 14 years. And yes, he's made a lot of mistakes concerning leaders, concerning people, concerning the house of God, concerning family, concerning us, concerning our children. We have made a lot, but God has kept us. Because we have never made it about us. Never made it about us. And that's how sometimes we make those mistakes. When we don't make them about God. Hear what I'm saying. We've never made it about us. But we always try to fit in with the people. We always try to say, well, you know, let's just do this. And mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm -mm. And God has always showed us. He's always kept us. He has always leaded us. And he has always protected us. Always. Doesn't matter what take place. It doesn't matter what took place. God has always pulled us out of something. Before something popped off. Because we make our work about our God the Lord Jesus Christ God the Father and you know you hear people say well, I don't know what God they serving but my God wouldn't do that well first of all God is a God who don't lie his word does not come back void he's the creator of everything every place and everybody Lord have mercy and for me, I had to learn the hard way. You don't have to justify. You don't have to prove. Because people would just believe what they want to believe. But you got to keep pushing. You got to keep moving. And don't allow, other, don't allow another person's doubt stop you or cause you to start doubting yourself. You have to pray every day. Amen. And so this right here, the self-absorbed tongue, comes from Philippians 2 and 4. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. And she goes on and talks about Esther chapter 5, when Haman, a Persian government official, mentioned in the book of Esther was self-absorption personified Haman boasted to his friends and wife about his vast wealth his many sons and all the ways the king had honored him and how he had elevated him above the other nobles of officials see when you make it about you you'll come self-absorbed with what you have going on you don't even understand that it is God who favors you. It is God who puts you in places. It is God who elevates you to promotions on your job. Or, or giving you a baby. Or bringing miracles and bringing signs. And showing these wonders. Because God wants you to see who he is. He don't want you to take credit for what he's doing. If it wasn't for God, we wouldn't have laptops. If it wasn't for God, we wouldn't have lamps. If it wasn't for God, we wouldn't even have life and have it more abundantly. It's always got to be made known about God. 
Are most of your conversations with others centered on you and your issues? A self-absorbed tongue will surely alienate others as almost everyone desires to be the focus of attention occasionally. She says, I had an acquaintance with whom I spoke regularly with the hope of mutually sharing our individual concerns. It didn't take too long before I realized that there was nothing mutual about our exchange. The minute I would mention one of my personal concerns, she would immediately identify with it through her own experience and suddenly the focus of the discussion was all about her. This happened time after time. I found this very frustrating as I never felt that I had the opportunity to share my issues. A few times I gently told her, I really need you to listen to me right now. Trying to have a close relationship, I'm sorry, trying to have a close relationship with a self-absorbed person is like trying to hug a porcupine. Become aware of this character flaw in your communication. And that's what I had to do. And I had no idea that it was a self-absorbed tongue. I thought sharing your experiences and sharing your examples and sharing your testimony and sharing the things that you went through and your experiences is was to help people. And sometimes it is. But when somebody needs to vent to you or when somebody needs to talk to you or somebody needs to express something, hush and listen. Sometimes at that moment, they don't need you to share your experiences. They don't need you to share um, the things that you went through. They don't need you to share your transparency at that moment. Sometimes when people are trying to share their issue or share their struggle or share what they have going on, then you do. You make them feel like what they're talking about is not important. And I listen, I, and that's what I did. That is what I did and didn't even realize it had a name <laughs> listen i'm trying to get y'all to understand that some of this stuff we don't even realize that that it has names to it but when again when you are studying the word of god when you are you know you have resources and you're reading things to be better to grow better to do better to be better so that you're growing every day i look up like oh man i didn't even know that hmm that's what i used to do that's kind of crazy but when you are praying to God every day to change you, to, to change you, to be more and more like the Lord, to be more and more like the word of God, so that you're growing to be better and not bitter, that you're growing to be better and not angrier, that you're growing to be better and not self-absorbed, that you're growing to be better to not be a manipulator, but knowing, but knowing and start praying, Lord, I want to be more humble. I want the spirit of humility. Lord God, I want, I want the spirit to where I can recognize that I'm talking too much and I need to pull back and just hush. Lord, I want to recognize at that moment when somebody is venting that I just don't say anything at that moment unless, I, that unless they're saying, you know, what do you think about it? What are your thoughts about it? I'm learning to just, to just hush. Because we, because we do. Those who have a lot to say, I'm 52 years old. So I, I, I've been around some stuff. I've been in some stuff. I've done some stuff. So yes, I have a lot of experiences. I have a lot of examples. I have a lot of testimonies. And only have two major testimonies. Two major. Sometimes you have a lot of testimonies too. Because two ma one, one major testimony is when I almost died and lost my whole life. <laughs> literally and then the, my second major testimony is what happened to me in 2020 those are two major testimonies where I about lost my mind straight went crazy ready to kill the whole world literally because <laughs> of the pandemic and so but I have small little testimonies, you know, that, that I've been through when I was a child, when I was a, a, a school age child, when I was in middle school, when I was in high school, when I had my first child, uh, when I when I got married. You know, you have these testimonies that, you, you know, when you lost friends, when you gained friends, when you have support, when you don't have support. So you have all these experiences and all these testimonies. But I have two major ones. So a lot of times you'll hear me talk about when I almost died in my car. You'll hear me talk about what happened to me in 2020. But I had to learn through all of that to just 
Shh. Just hush. Just be quiet. Because sometimes, yeah, people, people, and here's the thing, people will recognize that you're making it about them, but they'll just won't say anything. They'll just let you just go on and just go on and on and on until somebody, and there's somebody that you don't even realize, I'm about, dang, can I just, can you just be quiet for a second and just let me tell you what I need to say? And then you be like, well, well what do you mean? This is what, every time I try to talk, you got something to say. Every time I try to say something, I'm trying to just that other. Just listen. So yes, I had to learn the hard way that that right here is self-absorbed. Somebody's trying to share something with you, or they're trying to share a plan with you. They're trying to share their idea with you. They're trying to give you an example about something concerning them, or whatever. And sometimes you just need to hush because you're you are you're making it about you, and it's and it's and you're not. And here's the thing: you're not doing it intentionally. You're not doing it on purpose, but you're doing it. And sometimes when you're doing it, some people will think that you're doing it on purpose and you're really not. Because you because some things are just a part of you and you've been doing it for so long and nobody told you that you were doing it. So you thought it was right. So now that you're trying to change it and be better, it's the hardest thing. Why? Because you've been doing it for so long. So you just be like, oh my God. So now I'm a part of this group called the Graceful Five. They be on me. It was like since I was shh. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm not, I'm like, you know, y'all know, I I know, I know, you know, you, you just you just know. And so now I'm being now I'm conscious. Now I'm being aware of it. Now I'm making sure that I'm not doing it. And now that people that know me, that's like, are you listening to me? And I'm like, yeah, I'm listening. And it was like it's it's weird because usually you would then had an, a, a testimony or an experience and you've been saying something. I said I'm learning to listen. <laughs> I'm learning to hush. I'm learning to be quiet because I don't want people to think that I'm making it all about me. And listen, there was somebody that always was saying, "There you go, making it about you again." And I'm just like, how am I making this about me when I'm just trying to let you know that I've experienced the same thing? But sometimes they don't want you to say anything. Just be quiet and just listen. And you know, and that goes back to us when it comes to Joe. You know, even with Joe, his friends, you know, they came from miles around to come. And, you know, at that moment, they began to accuse him of doing something wrong. He was like, man, I'm going to tell you, I've not done anything wrong. But what they should have done was just sat and just been there and just been quiet. And then when God tells you to speak, then speak. Because when God tells you to speak or when God tells you to give your testimony, you're going to edify them. And that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to be able to edify one another. So now I've learned that I only share my testimony if I'm led to share it by the Holy Spirit. If I'm not led to share it, I won't say a word. I won't say nothing. And I, you have to learn that. You, you have to learn every day. If you're learning every day, you're growing every day. If you fall short in it, don't get depressed about it. You know, don't get angry about it. You know, don't learn from it. You get up and you try it again the next day. Strive to be perfect because your Father in Heaven is perfect. Amen. And so, right here, um, she said, ask God to make you genuinely interested in others. Her friend Frank Wilson, Wilson who wrote or produced numerous gold albums for Motown Records before devoting his life to God, is such a person. He can talk to someone for an extended time and maintain a genuine interest in him. Despite his many accomplishments, he never seems to find a reason to inform his hearers of them. I have watched him interact with people of various economic and social levels without allowing his eyes to dart around the room looking for a more important person to engage. He focuses on the person at hand. Every part of him appears to say, I am interested in what you are telling me. People love being in his presence. If you find yourself involved with a self-absorbed person, try asking him to give you some advice or input about an issue that does not involve him. If, her, if he attempts to direct the conversation to himself, quickly acknowledge his concern about the matter, but change the subject to something that is not about him. 
For instance, you may say, I'm sure that this issue really concerns you. Did you hear about, if he persists, you would do well to, mask, to muster the courage to say, I really don't want to talk about that today. You may need to be a broken record as you attempt these strategies. After all, self-absorption dies hand. I'm sorry, dies hard. If you admit to being the self-absorbed type, turn your desires for attention, ego boasting, and other selfish needs over to your heavenly shepherd who supplies all your needs. Make a conscious, a, a conscientious effort to become other absorbed. Challenge yourself to get it to challenge yourself to go a whole day or more without making your issues the focus of your communication. Give everyone you give everyone you converse with your full attention and watch your relationship deepen. Amen. Amen. Today's affirmation. I look not only to my own interests, but to the interests of others. Therefore, my issues are not the primary topic of my conversation. Amen. Amen. And that was just so, so good. Because I'm telling y'all, the self-absorption, you don't, and some of you, you're not going to do it on purpose. But you're just real excited about your testimonies. You're real excited about what God has done for you. You're real excited about, you know, the things that you have. I went to school, got my uh, psychology um, uh, my a bachelor's in psychology with a minor in social and criminal justice. You know, it's a four-year college. It took me seven years to finish. For me, that was an accomplishment. So if someone was to come to me and ask me questions about the school, then I would answer the questions that they had. I had to learn that because I recognized that when I was talking to somebody, when somebody came to me and was talking to me about wanting to go to school, and immediately I went right on in. Oh my God, school is so fun. When I was in school, I was doing this and I was doing that. And this was happening. And I was and then before I realized that they were quiet, I was like, no, what were you saying? You have to learn how to let them finish. But if they ask you for your help, if they ask you, it happened to me yesterday. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for bringing this to my remembrance. Some of you know that, um, or some of you may not, but I'm fin to uh take a um I'm, I'm taking a life coach um, class, and uh, and I'll be finished in 18 weeks. And so I don't start till August, but I have been praying about it and praying about it and praying about it and praying about it. And then when, when I thought about it, I just put it down on paper, you know, left it there and everything. And so, um, you know, I left it there, didn't pick it up, and um, it came back around. And so I was like, okay, am I supposed to go in here? So then I reached out to someone um, that had taken the class and was talking to them about it and it was giving me all the input and I was listening I didn't say anything I was listening to what they were saying about the class and I, then I went on and just asked questions and allowed them to explain it to me so that I could hear what they were saying then again I just moved it off to the side but then the, per the person that they had went through reached out to me about it and I thought okay guys so now I talked to my husband about it and so you know he's good with it so um, I'm taking a, a life coaching class in um, August and to become a life coach now let me say this I'm a pastor I am um, I do marriage counseling I do premarital counseling I even do individual counseling but I do it biblically through the Word of God but I wanted to be able to um, to be better to grow more into another area with others concerning their life and so that's what I decided to do and so when somebody called me yesterday and it was like hey I saw your post on Facebook about life coaching you know what is that about I answered the question I gave them details about it when they asked for the phone number and the information I just handed it to them and then say you know is that all that you need yes I didn't go into great detail. I didn't because I, again, I am learning how not to be self-absorbed. I am learning to let someone else's interest be more important than my own. And sometimes it's hard when you, you, you didn't realize you were making it about you and not about them. So it's a, it's, it's a learning process. 
And you have to learn how to do that. And because there are some people that knows that's that's who you are or that's who you used to be, you know, it'll tend to have them to like shy away or pull back or just don't have anything to say because I've done made them feel like for so long that it's all about me. And it's not. And it's not. I have a true love for people. And I have a true desire not to be the person that people have always seen me to be. I, I want to change. But here's the thing. I no longer find myself making people see my change. I'm no longer trying to prove my change. I'm no longer trying to put it out there. And now it's just, I mean, I encourage myself. And sometimes you have to encourage yourself. People will always still see you in your flow. People will sometimes always still see you in your past. And you just got to look move on from there don't allow that to consume you you keep pushing keep persevering keep moving forward amen keep moving forward because we is because you you have to learn how to tame your tongue you have to learn how to speak it and release it you have to learn how how you're going to respond through the words of your mouth through the tongue that's in your mouth you have to make this change for you because of others can i say that again you have to make the change concerning you before for others. You have to make the change for you for others. I can't believe I don't remember what I just said after I just said it. Just So just know that. You have to make the change for you concerning others. You have to make the change for you concerning others. You have to make the change for you concerning others. Is it going to be easy at times? No. But you can do it. It can happen. When you believe that it can, when you have faith, and when you build and not turn down. Amen. Amen. So I thank you all for tuning in. To 30 days to taming your tongue. Amen. What you have to understand is you have to speak it, you have to release it, and let the Lord do the rest. Your future is created by what you say today, not tomorrow. What will your last impression be? Because that's what people remember. Sad to say, they remember the last bad taste you left in their mouth that's just what it is amen so i pray that i encourage you if it's god's will i'll be on here in the morning at 6 a.m know that i'm praying for you continue to pray for me know that i love you but the lord loves you more and thank you all for tuning in god bless you